Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to read Parsha Shlach. Parsha Shlach contains the story of the Miraglim, the story of the spies. You know, this is one of those stories which no matter how many times you read it, you finish, you conclude the story and you just don't understand how this could have happened. How could it be that a nation, that individuals who saw the incredible power and prowess of the Ribbono Shalom, how could it be that a nation who saw Kodesh Baruch who take down Paro, who saw Hashem split the sea, who received the man each and every day, who saw Har Sinai, they saw everything that Kodesh Baruch Hu could do, they saw the might, they saw the Zoranatui, the outstretched hand of Kodesh Baruch Hu, and yet here they were steps away from the promised land, steps away from Eretz Yisrael, and yet everything fell apart. The miracle and the 12 spies come back, and 10 out of the 12, with the exception of Yoshua and Khalif, deliver a disastrous report about Eretz Yisrael. And of course, while it's true that they did not lie, they did not fabricate, they did not make up information, but the way in which they conveyed it, the fatalistic attitude, the conveyance of a message of we cannot do this, there is no possible way we can enter the land, totally, it undermined everything. And it sent Kalal Yisrael spiraling into a panic. A panic which cost us another 40 years in the desert. A panic which cost the Temeraglim their lives. And a panic which had such a ripple effect, to a certain degree a ripple effect that is still felt to this very day. There are certain Averis, there are certain sins which are so profound that they forever change the fabric, the natural fabric of Am Yisrael. The Chayte Egel, the sin of the golden calf. The Chayte Meraglim, the sin of the spies. The Lashon Hara spoken about Eretz Yisrael. So overwhelming that it forever fundamentally changes our national fabric. And the Torah says as follows, I want to draw your attention to one specific event or one specific statement, because the truth is when we read this parsha, as I mentioned before, we try to understand how could people do this? How could the Miraglim, who themselves were righteous and good individuals, how could they have engaged in such behavior? So I want to draw your attention to a fascinating Pasuk. The Torah says this is in Parakut Gimel Pasuk Lamed Aleph, chapter 13, verse 31. And the men who went with him, this is after, remember, the spies deliver their, their slanderous report, the disastrous report. Khalif tries to tell the people, we can do this. We can do this. We can overcome the challenges. Khalif says, just believe in Hashem, just believe in yourself and we can do it. The Miraglim then respond to Khalif and they say, No, Khalif, we cannot go up. We cannot do it. It's impossible for us to overtake Eretz Yisrael. Because ultimately, again, the people who reside in this land are too strong. They're much stronger than us. So although, Khalid, we appreciate your ra-ra speech. We appreciate you telling us that we can do it. But we're telling you that we can't do it. And the Meshech Chochma provides such a profound and penetrating insight. The Meshech Chochma writes, and I quote to you, he says, Ki The Miraglim say back to Khalif, because Ki Chazak, the nations of the, who inhabit Canaan, Chazak Mimenu, are stronger, stronger than us. And listen to what he writes. Ki Amru Ki Derech Ha'ish Hamagudol B'Shiflas Haruach B'Achna B'Avodos Parach Ki Lo Tisromim Nafsho Lihilachim B'Goy Acher Says in Meshachma, someone who grows up in slavery, and someone who is constantly subjugated, and someone who is constantly persecuted, and someone who is constantly put down, such a person cannot summon up the courage to fight 
against someone else. Listen to these words again. A person who is raised in an atmosphere of oppression and back-breaking labor cannot find the courage to fight against another. And the Meshach, will explain in just a moment, but the Meshach goes on, he says, listen to this, the Meshachachma says that the Meraglim said to Kalev as follows. Kalev, you're wrong and you're right. You're wrong in that you're telling us that we can go. Let's go, we can do this. And the Meraglim say, no, we can't do this. We can't do this. Those nations, they're stronger than us. Who are we? Who are we, say the Meraglim? We're slaves. We're the product of oppression. We live 210 years in the midst of backbreaking servitude. We live 210 years in the midst of, of barbaric circumstances. We're broken people. We're broken people. We're slaves. We're slaves. But Khalid, there's good news. You see, we can't conquer the land, but our children will be able to. Our children who were born outside of servitude, our children maybe who have no collective memory of what happened over the last 210 years, our, our children who for them Egypt will just become a distant memory, they could become conquerors. They could become warriors. The Meraglim say back to Kalev, Kalev, you're telling us that we can do it. We can do it. And the Meraglim say back to Kalev, you're wrong. You're wrong. We cannot do it. And the reason we cannot do it is because we are the products of slavery and oppression. We are broken, damaged goods, and slaves cannot become warriors, and slaves cannot become conquerors, and property cannot become masters of destiny. We can't do it. Whoever it is who lives in Canaan, they're stronger than us, but our children in Mirza Hashem, our children will be able to go into Canaan. And what a profound Meshachachma. Because what the Meraglim were really telling Khalif is at the end of the day, you can't become something you're not. You can't make yourself into something that you're not. We're slaves. Come on, Khalif, what are you talking about? Remember again, it was a little bit more than a year since they had left Egypt. A little bit more than a year. You can't change the psyche of a people in a year. You can't change the identity of a people in a year. We can't do it. We, we, we can't do it. Our children, the next generation, ultimately again can do it. And you see over here, what was the machlokas? What was the dispute between Khalif and his fellow Meraglim? You see, the Meraglim were saying, we are who we are and we cannot change. This is who we are. We are the product of our environment and the product of a 210-year sustained environment, barbaric environment, backbreaking environment, servitude environment. You can't change that. And Khalif says, my fellow Miraglin, you have to make a choice. Do you want to be the person you were or the person you can become? Do you want to remain the person you have always been or do you want to find the courage to become someone different? See, the Miraglim felt they could not become someone different. And Khalif says to them, by the way, guys, I was with you in servitude. I was with you in slavery. I was there in Egypt. I wasn't a kid. I was a full-fledged adult. I have the marks on my back also. But I believe we could transcend. I believe we could become someone different. I believe that we could shed our identity of servitude 
and embrace our mantle of freedom and destiny. The Miraglim said, who you are is who you will be. And Kalev said, who you were doesn't have to be who you will be. You can become someone new. And isn't this the very tension that each of us faces in our own personal lives? You know, a lot of times we look at ourselves and I say to myself, you know what? I've been acting a certain way for a very long time. Or I've been engaging in a certain behavior. I know it's destructive. I know it's destructive. But I've been engaged in it for so long. I've lived a certain way for such a long time. This is who I am. And we convince ourselves that because this is who we were and this is who we are, that it is therefore this is who we will be as well. And Kali whispers in our ear and he tells us it's not true. Even if you've been a slave for 210 years, you could embrace the mantle of destiny, of freedom, if you so choose. You don't have to remain the person you were. You can become someone new. And all you have to do is want it. And all you have to do is will it. And the tragedy of the story of the Miraglin is that public sentiment was not with Caliph. Public sentiment was with the Miraglin. Because all too often in life, most of us fall into the trap of thinking who we were and who we are is who we will be. But we must find the courage of Caliph, the courage of Yoshua bin Nun, the courage to say that even though I've been a certain way for so long, even though my life has been a certain way for so long, I must dig deep down within myself and find the courage to change. I must find the courage to shed the past and embrace a beautiful new future. We lost out on our promised land because we yielded to the advice of the Miraglim and ignored the counsel of Kalev. Maybe Zochem Yerz Hashem to reverse that trend. Ignore that voice that says, you are who you are, just embrace it. And instead, be attentive to the voice of Kalev who constantly whispers, actually he shouts into our ear, into our soul. Don't resign yourself to being the person you have been, but become the person you know you can be. And if we do that, then it will be Zochem Yerz Hashem to enter in to our personal promised land. And if all of us do it together, then Amir Hashem Bekarov will be Zohar to enter into our national promised land as well. Wishing everyone a good and Erev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.